Okay, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. All right. Hello. Welcome to episode 20. We've been studying the book of Luke. And last time we looked at Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. And we talked about how, number one, Jesus found a more effective way to minister by using the resources and the people around him. Number two, Simon Peter's generosity and obedience led to a blessing that he wasn't expecting. And number three, Simon Peter's humility led to him finding his purpose. So that's kind of what we talked about last time. Today, we're actually going to pick up in Luke chapter 5 verse 12 and it says in one of the villages Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy when the man saw Jesus he bowed with his face to the ground begging to be healed Lord he said if you are willing you can heal me and make me clean Jesus reached out and touched him I am willing he said be healed and instantly the leprosy disappeared Then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what had happened. He said, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster and vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And we're actually going to stop right there. So overall, we know Jesus can heal. We talked about it a few episodes ago. So I wanted to dive a little deeper into some of the different arenas Jesus can heal. And so I did a little research on leprosy. And I think there's a lot of symbolisms within the disease leprosy and how it can correlate with some of the things that happen in our own lives. And that's kind of how I want to dive into the message today. So it's going to be a little different, but I believe God is going to speak through it. So to start off, I did do a little research on leprosy and leprosy is a skin disease that's actually caused by bacteria. So it's an infection and this bacterial infection grows very, very slow. As a matter of fact, some symptoms of leprosy won't even be seen until 20 years after someone's infected. And so it's very quiet, but it can cause serious, serious problems. And a lot of times those with leprosy if left untreated their skin will become discolored they would start to have swollen nerves because it is a bacteria that would attack the nerve some of their fingers will start to be reabsorbed into the body so they will start to look disfigured and sometimes even become paralyzed and so just knowing that alone just leprosy itself I thought about how in the same way There may have been instances in our lives 
that has happened a long time ago that we thought we got over. But for some reason, years down the road and years later, we are battling symptoms of wounds from infections that have happened in the past. For example, maybe it was a bad relationship and because of that bad relationship, it carries over to every new relationship. So for some reason, every new relationship we seem to have seems to always end up the same way. It's because we're still carrying something from that one bad relationship that has affected how we look at all the other relationships. Another example could be seen when maybe somebody said something or done something to us and because of that it has developed these defense mechanisms within us that even to this day when we feel triggered by someone or, or you know something that's said and it might not even be the intention of the person to trigger us but because of the defense mechanisms we automatically respond in a certain way. I'm forgiveness. I can't forgive this person for what they've done in the past. And because I can't forgive them, it has created this deep infection that has spread and has led to bitterness. Because I can't get past what they've done, now I'm bitter. And every time I see the person, I'm bitter. Every time I think of the person, I'm bitter. And so those are just some examples of how I thought some instances in our lives can relate to this slow-growing infection of leprosy that causes symptoms later. So just like Jesus healed that man's all in that one instant from something that has developed over time, in the same way, even if we do have past wounds that goes really, really deep down and has kind of really manifested over time into these symptoms, Jesus can heal the deep wounds that have become infectious over time. And I think just knowing that Jesus can heal me and there's hope for me, even though I've been like this for a while and and it seemed like I can't change. There's hope for me even after all these years. So that was number one. Number two, when studying how in the Bible lepers were treated, they were actually cast out of their hometown. They were cast out of their society and they had to live on the outskirts of the town and they weren't allowed in public places like the marketplace or synagogues. And so they had to scavenge for food. And when they did get near people or when someone approached them, they had to ring a bell and shout I'm unclean 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 and the reason why is because at that time they thought leprosy was highly contagious which today is actually not that contagious um, but at the time it was thought that it was contagious so these were the rules and the customs that they had to follow and as I was looking at that I'm like man you know having to be rejected from your home constantly ring a bell and yell unclean probably treated poorly looked upon with fear and disgust and I'm like you know what I would imagine this created feelings of emotions such as feeling ashamed all the time rejected and hated by people isolated and alone maybe insecure and fearful of others I also would imagine those with leprosy had probably a, a big lack of confidence in themselves and they probably uh, had a lack of confidence in their identity because of their disfiguration and scaly skin and they probably didn't think they were a attractive and saw themselves as ugly or disgusting, hopeless and helpless. And so another relative point that I'm like, okay, well, how can we apply these emotions that I'm imagining these lepers may feel? What can we learn that we can apply today? Well, in the same way, we may have a false sense of ourselves based on how others have treated us or how we've 
treated ourselves. And maybe at times we can relate with feeling worthless or relate with feeling insecure and insignificant or rejected by people or feeling like an outcast to society. And just like when Jesus healed that leper, he restored his identity. He restored his confidence. And in the same way, Jesus can heal and restore our false sense of self and speak the truth about who we really are. And his word has tons of scriptures that defines us. You know, he says we're fearfully and wonderfully made, that he has a hope and a future for us, that the hairs on our head are numbered. You know, he cares for us that much. And, you know, he values us so much that we were worth dying for. And so when Jesus gives us our worth and gives us our value, then it doesn't really matter what other people say and the value they put on us or the value we put on ourselves, because the only true value that matters is how God sees us. And so that was the second thing. The third thing I noticed was this man coming to Jesus. He was risking everything because it was against the law for him to approach Jesus like that, to get that close within touching distance of Jesus. And we know he was in touching distance because the Bible said that Jesus actually reached out and touched him. So he risked rejection. He risked being rejected by Jesus, being shunned, being stoned, but he didn't care. And he bowed with his face to the ground and asked, Lord, if you are willing. And I love that Jesus wasn't afraid to touch this leper and you know at that time if you actually touched a leper you were considered unclean so uh, not only was this man not afraid to get that close to Jesus Jesus also wasn't afraid to touch him and the risk of even touching a leper what that did but Jesus touched him and in the same way that just shows me that you know what Jesus isn't afraid to touch us in our uncleanness it doesn't matter our past even our present how ugly it is, how unclean we are, how filthy, maybe perverted, twisted, how messed up we are, what we've done is. Jesus is not afraid to touch the most absolute messed up part of us, and he is willing to take all of my sins, absolutely all of them upon himself, and clothe me with his righteousness and mercy instead. There's power in the touch of Jesus touching that leper to show, you know what, I'm not ashamed of your uncleanness. I'm not afraid of your uncleanness. You know what, I'm the only one that can actually heal your uncleanness. So let me touch you and make you clean. And like this leper, I think the first step to receiving deep healing from God is to not care what people think or what they will think and not allowing external or internal barriers keep us from getting near and desperate for Jesus. And so this leper, he didn't allow the external barriers of the rules, right? He didn't allow the internal barriers of the possibility of being rejected, keep him from getting to Jesus. He, he pushed through both of those and he was just desperate for a touch. And in the same way, we should unashamedly run to Jesus. Leprosy, which is now known as Hansen's disease, to this day, even with modern day medicine, it takes one to two years for someone to be cured of leprosy and and that's with multiple rounds of different antibiotics. And so there's some deep wounds that, that Jesus can heal in a moment, just like this leper. But there may be some stuff that just takes time and Jesus heals over a course of time. There are many great Christian counselors out there. Or maybe just time itself, you know, time heal. And so regardless of if Jesus heal in a moment or if Jesus heal over time, either way, we know that Jesus is always willing. And that's the main point for today. So overall, what 
what can we get from this message is number one, anything that has happened in our life in the past that we never got over and that has manifested into symptoms years later that has affected our behavior, affected our mentality, affected our relationships and how we treat people and just really infects the environment we in. We can put our hope and confidence to know that, you know what, I don't have to stay this way. Jesus can heal me. Jesus can heal me. Two, Jesus was willing to touch the leper and make him clean, even though touching the leper would make Jesus unclean. But Jesus wasn't afraid to get up close and personal and touch that leper. And all the scars and the scabs and the lumps on that leper, he was not afraid to touch them. And in the same way, whatever I have in my life that I think is a lot, Jesus can handle it. You know, it doesn't matter how bad it is, how messed up it is, how twisted it is, how twisted I am, how messed up I am. Jesus is willing to touch me and make me clean. He's the only one that can touch me and make me clean. And then the last thing is, you know, that leper came to Jesus in desperation. He didn't care what people thought. He didn't care the risks that he was taking. He ran to Jesus. And in the same way, we cannot allow our fear of people and what people may think about us stop us from getting desperate for Jesus. If Jesus is calling us to get closer, let's do it. And let's not be afraid with what that looks like. And maybe you're like, well, they'll always see me this way. They'll always value me this way. But that's not how God values us. God speaks a different type of value over us. And if he feels that we're valued enough to die for, then that's the value we should see ourselves. And so that's pretty much the message today. And I hope this message encouraged you. So let's just end in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your word. God, I pray that your word would just really bless and encourage anybody that this can relate to. And Lord, you know the people out there that are struggling with different wounds, wounds that has been hitting and laid dormant for years, but is a part of who they are and has become a part of their identity because of the symptoms of that infectious moment. And so Lord, I just pray that you would heal those deep wounds right now in Jesus name. God, I just pray that you would help us surrender everything to not be afraid to bring you all of our junk that you are willing you are willing to get right in the midst of our junk and to to make us clean lord and so lord i just pray that for every listener out there in jesus name and lord i just pray if anyone does need to maybe seek even more help counseling that you would connect them to the right people and that you would help them start the healing process father in jesus name and if you want to give your life to Jesus and you have not made that decision, you know, why wait? What are you waiting for? If you've been checking them out and you know what, I I got some stuff that I need forgiveness for. I got some stuff that I need healing for. Why not get desperate for Jesus? Who cares what people think? And maybe that's you. Maybe you're afraid of what people think. Maybe you're afraid of people rejecting you. But if you're listening to this podcast, maybe this is Jesus call out to you. It's like, don't worry about what people think, you know, because I didn't worry about what people thought when I hung naked for you. And he loves us. You know, he died for us. And so let's give it all to him unashamedly so. And so if that's you, I just want to help lead you in a prayer. And after this prayer, that doesn't mean everything is just going to turn into peaches and cream. Nope. There's some work that has to be done after, you know, if you're going to say this prayer and you really mean it, you got to get connected to a local church and you got to get it plugged into people that can actually help you walk this thing out. It's just not a simple prayer. And then that's it. You go back to living the same life. No, it's prayer that you mean it. And now the Holy Spirit is going to empower you to live the life God has called you to live but you have to be obedient to what he leads you to do.
And so if that's you and you're ready to make that decision, I just want you to repeat after me. And I want you to say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for seeing value in me. And Lord, I pray that I will see the same value in me that you have. God, I pray that those who have rejected me, those who have counted me as worthless, even the times where I felt myself as worthless because of the sin, I thank you that you took my sin upon yourself, that I no longer have to carry that burden. And instead, you're giving me your righteous and your holiness. And I am clean. And thank you, Lord, that you are willing to touch my mess and to make me clean. And so, Lord, I receive it and I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord. And Lord, I pray from this day forward that you would help me live a life on fire for you, unashamed to follow you wherever you lead me. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you said that prayer and you meant it with all your heart, again, I just encourage you to get connected. Feel free to reach out to me at the end of the podcast or uh, someone in the local church, a friend. Uh, but don't do it alone. That's my biggest thing. Don't walk this journey alone. Find someone and walk this journey with. Thank you again for listening. And I hope this message was a blessing to you. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.